What's up, everybody? Welcome to our uh, MLB show, Slow Run Vince. We got a lot to discuss today and uh, talk about stuff about the Dodgers and more offseason signings. And we might have breaking news to talk about today. So the MLB show starts right now. Let's bring in Vince on the show. So, Vince, how's it going? I'm doing good, uh, Laura. What's going on? Happy Friday to everybody and uh, to baseball people out there. And uh, what's going on, Laura? I hope, I hope you're having a good Friday so far. And uh, what's going on, my man? How's it going? It's going great. So, ready to talk some baseball and let's some articles on. I sent you. So, we'll be talking about that as well. So, let's start off with our question of the day with the Dodgers. Do you see Cancer Maeda as a starter or a reliever? A reliever, instead of starter, he's getting started. He's getting he's getting paid as a starter money, but he's he should be a reliever in my opinion. Well, I'll say this: he's a good starter in the regular season, but in the postseason, bullpen. So I'm gonna say he's just not happy with how the Dodgers have handled him, which I don't blame him. But hey, he's got to listen, right? I mean, listen, bro, you're a starter in the regular season, but not a starter in the postseason. That's, that's all you are. If he doesn't like it, then get out of get, Then you know what? See ya. See you later. Because because you, 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 you because it's 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 in the Dodgers' control, bro. And if you want to win a World Series, Vieta, he's just a good pitcher in the regular season, but postseason, nope, he's just a reliever, right? Yeah. So now let's talk about some news about the CBA and some rumblings about a potential strike that could happened in 2021 so you saw the articles that i sent you that rob manfred's comments and baseball's labor saga on yahoo.com and apnews.com i sent you an article that said mlb players owners started labor talks two years early which they have been and they're on pace to get it done before and uh, before or after the 20, 2021 season and then just yesterday at 7 45 p.m i sent you that <laughs> that Rob Manfred's comments could mean a baseball strike is coming. What were your reactions on those articles? Um, my thoughts is this, Laurel. Uh, as a fan, 
I'm not worried about it because we're not in 2021 yet. And and you know what? All I'm gonna say is this: I'm not worried about strike. I'm not worried about it. And uh, as a fan, I'm, not, I'm not, bro. You, we can't be worried about. I know. I know. We gotta talk about this because it's it's uh, you know it's baseball podcast. But for me, I'm not worried at all about a lockout or a strike. I think we're gonna be fine. I mean, I, they gotta talk about this because you know. I mean, yeah, I mean, they, they there could be a lockout in 2021, but I don't believe it. They they will get this deal done, and I expect this deal done probably before 2021. So maybe after the World Series of that next year, right? Yeah, but you know that they've already started talks two years early. Right. Because we're still in the fourth year of the uh, five-year labor agreement that was signed back in two thousand in the 2016 offseason. Right. Since, since, since they're talking now, they're probably going to get a deal done before, the, before 2021, right? Or after the 2021 season. That could happen as well. Right. So I'm not worried about it. So me and you, we agree. When it's, there's nothing – there's no going to be strike, then they're going to – Find the ideal done. Yeah, we we still have two years left in the deal. Right. Keep going. You know what I mean? Right. I, I'm, I'm with you. Keep going. So we're not worried about a lockout or a strike in baseball. Right. Well, we, we not we are we are not Laurel. We are not. Keep going. Because baseball hasn't been on strike since '94 '95. Remember that right. pl- that players that famous player strike that canceled the World Series. I don't think they they want to go in that direction again. Man, me neither. It's because it's all about the money, bro. It's all about the money. They'll get they'll get this deal done, and I'm not worried about it at all. I'm like 100% 100% in this that they go they'll get this deal done. Absolutely, I think they will. Baseball is not foolish. It's a healthy it's healthy economically, but I just think the players right now are just not happy with the free agent system that was handled in the past two off seasons. Which I don't blame them. I mean, I'm, I'm with them too. Get it, get the deal done, right? Yeah. But it's good that they addressed it now than later. True. I'm with you. Keep going. All right. Now let's talk about some breaking news here. Jose Abreu stays with the White Sox on a three-year deal. That's no surprise. And then the Reds and then the White Sox also added former Dodger Yasmani Grandal. It looks like the White Sox are going for it. And there's going to be a lot of teams that we do, that we, we didn't didn't expect go for it. Uh, I would not be surprised if the Giants go for it. And um, I don't think the Giants would go for it because if the Giants lose Bumgarner, then I think they're more in a rebuild phase. True, but the owner got the money to do it, right? They have they have the they don't have a good farm system as of yet. Farhan's still trying to see if he could trade some pieces to add prospects in return. Good luck with that, though. But I don't know how he's going to do that. But maybe he's a wizard doing that. So who knows? But with that being said, my friend, um, good job, White Sox. I mean, they're a young team. And they they have a good they have a potential, and I would not be surprised if White Sox are sleepers, uh, in free agency so far. Right now they're winning in catcher. They won they won with that grand dog deal. Now we'll see what happens. Now good job, they send Abreu, and we'll see what's next for the Red White Sox. Right? Yeah, let's see what's next for the White Sox coming up. <laughs> and with that being said, uh, let's talk about what's not on our list today. Let's talk about first if Maeda's traded. Do you think Dustin May or Ross Stripling or Tony Gonsolin are in the rotation for sure? I think Gonsolin or May is. It's either one. Like, here, here's how we can envision it. Uh, like, if Maeda gets dealt and Ryu stays, I think the rotation for the Dodgers would be Bueller, Kershaw, Ryu, Urias, and May. 
I'm with that. Actually, that's a smart move. I like that. Or Stripling. I wouldn't mind Stripling in there as well. But no, I, think I think Dustin, I would prefer Ray over Stripling. I would agree with that. Yeah. But so, I would agree with that 100% because I think Dustin May is going to be built as a starter throughout spring training, and I think he'll definitely win the starting job if we don't make any moves in the offseason when it comes to starting pitching. But if Maeda is traded, then I think this makes room for Ryu to stay. Yeah, it may, makes sense, man. Why not? So right. what are the chances you think Ryu stays with the Dodgers? Ooh, that's a good question, Laurel. Um, like I said, 50-50. If he stays, stays or not, oh, well. I mean, well, we'll see what the Dodgers' plans are. They're smart, and, and Freeman's smart, and we'll see what Kasten and Freeman has in their sleeves this offseason, right? So now that being said, let's talk about our our top three bounce-back players of the Dodgers in 2020 and our top five breakout players in the Dodgers in 2020. I want to get this out there. So here is my top three bounce-back players in 2020 for the Dodgers. Number one for me is Corey Seager. After finishing the 2019 season with 19 homers and having a breakout second half of the season, I expect him to have a big 2020 season in which he will. Think yeah. So? Um, I'm with you. I would go Corey Seager, Alex Verdugo, and Gavin Lux. What about that? Yeah, so so number one for me is Corey Seager. Number two for me is A.J. Pollock. A bad first half of the 2019 season and then found his groove in the second half of the season. And even though he could have been better in the postseason, I expect Pollock to fully bounce back in 2020 and be fully healthy. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, you know, it's um, yeah, I'm with you. I think Pollock's gonna have bounce back as long as he's healthy. Yeah, right? as long as AJ Pollock is healthy. And uh, my yeah. third bounce back player of 2020 is Joe Kelly. A roller coaster season for Joe Kelly, but I expect him to put up a big bounce back season for him in 2020, as I expect him to be one of the key pieces in the back end of the Dodgers bullpen to bridge it to Jansen. Which, which is what we got, which is why we got him. Which is why we got him last season. Yeah, uh, Kelly's last season is good. I, I understand why. Dodgers you know what I mean? Him. I understand why Joe Kelly uh, gets hammered because of, of the say uh, the uh, because he gives us a lot of runs. But I still trust Kelly. I know what happened in the postseason. Popular, like his arm got tired at the end because he probably, he probably didn't knew. Didn't know he was going to pitch extra innings, and uh, he was good when he came out. It's just you know when he just went to extra innings and his arm was tired, right? So I'm a, I think Joe Kelly will have a bounce back year, and I I love his velocity. Yes, I do. So who's again, Vince? Your top three bounce back players for the Dodgers in 2020? I'm going to go with Verdugo number one. Number two, I want to go with uh, I'm going to go with uh, excuse me, I want to go with Pollock. And then three, I'm gonna go with, um, I'm gonna go with uh, what you call this? Turner. What about Turner? Yeah, I'm gonna have, I'm gonna call. No, Turner, Turner right. had a good season, but would you go with uh, Corey Seager? Yeah, and Joe yeah. Kelly. I'm sorry about that. Go, Seager, Corey Seager, and uh, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, what about uh, uh I'm gonna go with uh, who? Well. Well, what about Kershaw? He did. He, I know he did it good in the regular season, but 
I want him to bounce back to it to to his old self. I know he he was injured part part of the season, but you know what? I I fully expect Kershaw to bounce back to being Kershaw again in the regular season. So I think he's going to be fully healthy full in the in the full season next year. What do you think? I believe so. So now ahead. let's talk about – I'm going to go first with my top five breakout players in 2020 for the Dodgers. Number one for me is Gavin Lux, and he made his major league debut in the last month of the season, earned his way onto the postseason roster, and not only I expect him to be the team's everyday second baseman in 2020 for the Dodgers, Gavin Lux is my early favorite to win the 2020 NL Rookie of the Year award as I expect a big season out of him in 2020. Me too. You know what? That's a good, that's a good top five. I like it. I like it. We'll break out. Number one for me, I'm going to go Gavin Lux as well. Number two, you know what? I'm going to do this. So sometimes I work to shock you. What about this one, Laura? This is, a, this, is a, this is a good one. What about my man? And I hope he makes the roster. What about DJ Peters? He got activated for the 40-man roster. And what if he makes the roster? You know what? I'm going to call him right now. He's my man. DJ Peters, number two. Come on, man. And also number three. The rookie guy, yeah, last year. Rios, what about that one, Laurel? Number three. Number four. I'm going to go Cody Bellinger again. He's going to break out season again. Number five. I'm going to go with my man. My man. If he's not traded, again. Yeah, I'm not, not traded again. If he's not traded, I'm going to go with this. Another breakout season again. Max, the funky monksy. What about that? Good list, but I'm going to continue on with my list. So number two for me is Alex Verdugo. The kid was on pace, uh, was on pace to having one of the most memorable rookie seasons by memory, because of his passion. <coughs> he has good grit and grind that he displays day in and day out. Prior to his oblique and back injuries that ended his 2019 season, which forced him, which forced him to miss the entire 2019 postseason. But when healthy, he is the spark plug of this team's uh, of of this team's offense. As I expect so? Alex Verdugo to have a big season in 2020. Yeah, I like his defense. I'm with you. Keep going. And he's going to put up big numbers, and I expect him to be the team's everyday, uh, everyday center fielder come opening day with Cody Ballinger in right field and A.J. Pollock in left field. But, for example, say if Puig comes back, then I say Puig in right field. If Castellanos is a Dodger, then Castellanos is in right field. But I have a feeling that the Dodgers will get Josh Donaldson and that it'll keep Cody Bellinger in right field. I'm with you, Laurel. I'm with you. Keep going. And then Pollock's in left field. That's why I have Verdugo starting in center field next year. Yeah, I'm, with you. I'm on the same page with you, bro. We, we are on the same page. You know what I mean? It's like, say, for example, if Puig comes back and if Castellanos joins the Dodgers, then that move, that bumps Cody Bellinger from right field to first base. That's a good idea. A perfect idea, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a perfect idea, in my opinion. I'm with but you. But right now, I expect Cody Bellinger to start in right field and put Justin Turner at third at first base. Because Turner's uh, defense is declining, and Turner at first base will be uh, perfect. First right? base is a perfect position for Justin Turner. He doesn't have to throw. He doesn't have to dot. He doesn't have to do a lot at first base. That's why he makes a lot of right now. And then, and get Donaldson now so that. We bridge it to Cody Hoist when he's ready. Oh, yeah. I'm with you. Hell, yeah. Why not, right? Yeah. So that's why I get Donaldson for a two- or three-year deal because I think Cody Hoist will be ready for another two or three years. I'm with you. I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of him. Who I we like drafted him. this past 
this past season. Oh, yeah, he has the best, that's for sure. That's the, my next breakout star, my third breakout star in 2020 for the Dodgers, is this guy, Will Smith, the Fresh Prince of L.A. And he's also known as the Fresh Prince of Dodger Stadium. He's already going to be the team's everyday catcher in 2020. I expect him to have a fantastic full season in the bigs after a year of showcasing and what he can do during his half season with the big club in 2019. And this kid's already a, a great all-around catcher. And he's going to be a good all-around catcher for this Dodger team for many years to come. Oh, yeah. Him and uh, our boy, uh, our boy, uh, the guy from uh, what's it, what's it, uh, Cabo Louise as well, right? I'm not sure if Ruiz is going to be ready for opening day because he just heard he heard his pinky. But I was told that maybe Austin Barnes could back up Will Smith if Russell Martin doesn't stay. But I preferably don't want Will Austin Barnes as the uh, backup. Catcher. Me neither. Austin Barnes stinks. So Will Smith's definitely the starting catcher for the Dodgers. He should be. And then and then I think the backup role should be between. Kiebert Ruiz and Austin Barnes, if we don't keep Russell Martin. No, it should be Kiebert Ruiz or Russell Martin. We should keep Martin for one more year. That's the goal. Yep, me too. Yeah, it should, should be the goal. So, Will Smith, you, you do you think he's going to have a good full season in his first full year in the bigs? Yeah, he's going to bounce back. Yeah, he kind of cooled off down the stretch, but I think Will Smith is going to have another good season. I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna hammer the Giants opening day. What do you think? Yeah, I think. I think. I think he's gonna be a guy that's gonna hit a couple homers. But I don't know who the opening day starters. We'll get to that when we get to that. We'll talk about that sometime in February or March. Yes, sir. Keep going. My next breakout star, number four for me, is Julio Urias, and the kid has come a long way since his left shoulder injury that ended his 2017 season, which also forced him to miss the first five months of the 2018 season. And then he came back as a reliever during the team stretch run in 2018 and then spent last season in the bullpen as a long reliever and then started some games. And I expect him to be a co-ace in this Dodgers starting. I have a question for you, Laura. This is a good question. Urias, is my good? But I got a question for you. I know Dodgers are trying to make him a starter. But let me ask you this, like just out of curiosity, if you're the Dodgers, is he a future starter in your opinion, or do you think he's more of a bullpen? He's guy? a future starter, and that's what we built him to be. As you think he could be a good ace? Yeah, I think he's going to be a co ace with Walker Bueller. I hope so. If that's true, then you know what? I'll, I love your raise thing. I hope he bounced back. You know what I mean? He had a good season last year too. True, but I want him to pitch the, to six innings because what I, what I saw, he can't he can't pitch. Through five innings. So That's last season. That, I think this year he's going to be a whole different pitcher out of the rotation. So you, do you think he's going to unleash? Yeah, I think he's going to unleash this year. I hope you're right. Keep going. My fifth breakout star in the Dodgers this year is Dustin May. Whatever role he accepts, whether it's a starter or a reliever, that carrot top is going to be a big part of this team's success in 2020 and beyond after showcasing what he can do during the team's stretch run, and also earned a spot on the team's 2019 postseason roster. But if the Dodgers don't keep for you or sign a free agent starter, I expect May to compete for that final spot, that final starting spot in spring training with Ross Stripling or Gonsolin. Absolutely, I love it. Or Strip will join Bueller, Kershaw, Maeda, and Urias in the rotation in 2020. Barring any moves, 
I wouldn't be shocked if Dustin May makes the team's opening day rotation in 2020 because he's going to be a third ace on that staff with Bueller and Urias in the near future. And yeah, I, in, I love as his role I in love, 2020 I, should either be a starter or a reliever. A starter, and I love Ginger Beard. Ginger Beard, and you love him too. Yeah, I love Dustin May. Who wouldn't love Dustin May? Uh, me? No, I'm just playing. But yeah, we love him, bro. He's a future age, that's for sure. He, I think he's gonna be the next. I'm not gonna lie, bro. I really think if he's if he pitches through six innings, I'm not gonna lie, bro. I feel like he's gonna be the next no single guard. That's what he's getting compared to. But here's the thing: I, I, I also know he has closers type stuff. Think so? He has good velocity, but. I feel like that he's going to be a – I think he'll either be a starter or a long reliever for the Dodgers in 2020. Think so? Yeah. What do you think? He's my – Oh, I feel like uh, he can do both. But I feel like he's more of a starter. But he'll grow in mostly like a starter. But he'll be good for both. Yeah, I'm saying that if the Dodgers keep for you, then I expect May to be in the rotation. If Maeda's traded, then Dustin May's in the rotation for sure. Absolutely. And does. also – I expect the Dodgers to keep Hunjin Ryu, but I don't know what the the, the the situation is going on with Kenta. Well, okay, let me ask you this. So, if those rumors are true, that Ryu wants 100, like, well, he has Scott Boris, right? Well, right? Ryu wants a three- or four-year deal, but I feel like Ryu wants to come back to the Dodgers. So, if those rumors are true... Then what do you think of uh, if those rumors are too that he wants that money? What's your, your going on? Reunion? He might be it. He could. He could. I'm kind of concerned that he might go to a team that could outprice that the that could outprice the Dodgers. Uh, and that could happen. And you know what? If that's true, then screw. Because I don't, bro. Honestly, I feel like Ryu is just a good regular season pitcher. He got hammered by the Yankees. I know that's one game, but I don't feel like Ryu. It would be good. I know he was good in the playoffs uh, a, a year ago, but I just feel like I don't know. Um, I hope he stays. If not, oh well. Like um, I have a feeling for some reason in my head, I feel like he's gonna go. He's gonna go to another team. What about Kenta Maeda? Uh, my head's telling me that he might get traded. Yeah, there might be a trade, but I think Maeda. Sh- I I still believe in Maeda though. But if he gets traded, then then I would think the chances of keeping Ryu would be a lot better. True. But why do I keep saying uh, Dodger accounts, keep saying Dodgers keep my, my trade for Lindor? Why? Vince, let's not talk about that, man. All right, let's keep going. So that being said, uh, so that being said, uh, I th- we, 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 let's talk about DJ Peter. So since he was just put on the 40-man roster, he could definitely compete for that forty, that final twenty-six man roster spot if, like, say, if Chris Taylor gets traded, meaning that the outfield could be Beatty and Peters, and then in the backup infielders would be Edwin Rios and Kike Hernandez, assuming if Jock Peterson and Max Muncie are traded. I have a question for you: If he impresses you on um, spring training, uh, what's your thoughts about him? If he impresses you, uh, um, the batting average. Would you do you think he'll be in the bench most likely, or do you think he'll probably maybe they'll try him out for you know outfield or something like that? What, what do you, what do you think? So I, what I'm saying is, if he impresses you on spring training, he will have a bench be role. DJ Peters will because 
we need we need somebody to take over that David Freeze role. I know Matt Beatty's going to take over that part for sure because he's a left-handed batter. But DJ Peters can hit, yeah. man. He could provide pinch hit homers. <coughs> do you think he could be like a because he reminds me of of, of the hair that he has? But do you think he could be like a Josh Reddick or whatever? Kind of, but I think he could be a right-handed bat off the bench. Yeah, I mean our bench is deep, in my opinion. That's what I think with DJ Peters. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, hell yeah. I mean, I think I think he's gonna shock people in the spring training, bro. I really well, do. Well, see, I think he will, Vince. I... What about Kyle Garlic? Do you think he'll make the roster, or probably not? That's the question mark. Let's see how he does in spring training first. It depends on how what trades we make. Like, for example, yeah, say true. if we want to add four, or five outfielders, so that Edwin Rios gets more time in AAA. Then we can put Kyle yeah. Garlic on there. Ah, interesting. Okay. As I'm a backup right fielder to Bellinger, and then DJ Peters backs up AJ Pollock in left field, and then BD backs up Turner at first base. I could really see that happening. You think so? Yeah. All right, interesting. But I'm Keep still going. undecided on who I want as the 26 man roster, but Kyle Garlic's definitely a, a candidate to fill that role if Chris Taylor were traded. Because I also like Kyle Garlic, too. Yeah, me too, but it's it's really just depends. I mean, sometimes, you know, bro, like young lads. Because I want to keep Kike, too. I think Kike would back up Verdugo in center field and also play second base or shortstop if Seager needs a day off. Or if you want to put if you want to move Lux to shortstop on those occasions, then you put Kike at second base. Yeah, I feel like somebody that, we, that, that we're not going to know is, is going to spark, bro. Like DJ Peters comes out of nowhere. Um, it's going to be another pl- player that we don't know that spark as well. Like Rios or whatever, so I mean, I don't know, man. I like Garlic, but he's more of a bench player. But I, I'm, I, I would I like know, to man. see I feel like for some reason roster two SoCal kids being the team's fourth and fifth outfielders that would be neat. Who beating in the Peters? No, Garlic and uh, and DJ Peters are both from are both from Southern California. Interesting. I, I'm from there. Cool. That's awesome. So they're both SoCal guys. Kyle Garlic went to uh, Cal Poly Pomona. Interesting. That's uh, okay. All right. Peters is from Glendara. Interesting. Really? Okay. I, all right. All right. So cool. I'm definitely picturing either Edwin Rios on the roster <laughs> or or the or these two outfielders and DJ Peters and Kyle Garlic to be the team's fourth and fifth outfielders. I would rather see Rios and um, Peters, in my opinion. But keep going. But what? Here's the thing. Edwin Rios has options. But he, really? he, he could also be a trade candidate as well. Think so? Yeah, just so that we can get more bullpen help. And I feel like Kike would be the only utility guy on our roster next season, how I envision this roster. True, but we'll see what, what the others have planned, right? But DJ Peters is a guy that really stands out. But I feel like Kyle Garlic should definitely play a big role on our team next year. He should, but we'll see what happens. He's 27 years old. And I think Kyle Garlic should be – he should be a reserve outfielder for us next year with DJ Peters, assuming if Jock Peterson gets traded, which I think he and Max Muncie will. All right, true, but what happens? What happens? It's going to be an interesting offseason. It should be. With that being said, Vince, I'll see you uh, tomorrow on the NFL podcast. True, and I'll see you later on the pregame show with the Lakers. Peace, peace yes. out, Eton. Peace.